Boom! What's going on, y'all? It's your boy CNI. Welcome back to another episode of Wrap Ups, episode number seven. I'm here with your boy, the Peruvian plug. What it do? What it do? What's going on with you, man? How's your week go? <sighs> Unfortunately, uneventful. <laughs> Well, there's always some shit popping off in the news. Let's get into it. Blueface facing three years. What's up with these new niggas in here now, man? It's like, you get on, you get money. And you you want to take a gun to the airport. Guess what, guys? Higher fucking security. You don't need to be personally strapped up anymore. It should be factored into your financial situation. Okay? Because you're right. Your right to want to have the the protect yourself. You wearing a hundred thousand plus worth of jewelry, niggas is gonna be out here plotting. They gonna wanna take what you got. If they catch you slipping, they're gonna get you. You know what I'm saying? But you you it's you're not perceived to be any less of a, a real nigga or a gangster, whatever the fuck, if you hire a security detail, okay? I mean, 50 Cent did it when he first came out. Remember when he came out to San Francisco? And he wouldn't even get out of the car. Like, he saw me niggas was out here. He was like, fuck that shit. And he pulled off. Kanye West, same thing. He was supposed to perform at 550 Barnerville. I was outside when his truck pulled up for when he first came out. And he fucking pulled off. He, like, saw the niggas outside. He was like, fuck this shit. And, and pulled off. You know what I'm saying? So, you, you know, you got to be smart about your situation. Like, if, you, if you're if you out here, you getting money, man, congratulations, homie. Seriously. It's not a whole lot of people that, that make it in that way, you know, that come up and make a, 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 a big success out of themselves. So be smart about it. I pray that you get off with just probation. And I think, you know, you're, you're surrounded by the right people. You'll get the right legal representation to where they'll be able to get you off on this charge but just be smart going forward like don't fucking take chances carrying straps and shit you know what I'm saying have have niggas from your hood that don't have felonies get them fucking carry concealed weapon license so that they can be around you and they got the strap and and give one of them two guns so in the event that you gotta fucking bust back that nigga got your gun you know what I'm saying don't fucking be hanging out. Oh, I'm kicking it with these niggas, and then the fucking police show up, and you want to throw your burner away. Man, fucking uh, yeah, Drake. Drake re-released uh, "So Far Gone" this past week. Uh, interesting thing about that: the fucking Twitter tirade that Kanye West went off on several about a couple months ago, where he's like. Drake hit me up, uh, said he wants to clear a sample. I'm like, no, unless you call me. Remember that shit? Yeah. And then he's like, just talk to Drake. Don't threaten me. And all this shit, sample not cleared, right? And I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then I was like, why the fuck would Drake want to clear a sample from Kanye West? he was making like a diss track and he wanted to sample his own shit. He did a song on So Far Gone over one of Kanye's beats, the Barry Bonds beat. And he wanted to release the the song. And fucking Kanye was like, fuck you, you're not releasing shit. <laughs> you know, so be real about who you are. And if, the, if a beef doesn't make sense, just squash that shit. Because a perceived, you know what it is? I feel, like, I feel like Drake is, uh, you're seeing somebody right now 
who is really feeling themselves. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think he thinks, in a way, he talks and he acts like he's fucking untouchable. You know? Yeah. You see the Mob James interview on Vlad TV? Somebody who uh, worked in close proximity with uh, the the death row camp. He was the one who grew up with Suge and brought the Mob Pyru Bloods to death row. He was an actual Mob Pyru Blood. And, you know, Suge wanted that type of protection. He wanted neighborhood protection. He also had off-duty police officers working for him. And so he just kind of like talks about like everything that went on at death row and like how his brother ended up like losing his life. And, you know, a lot of like, he said like 11, 11 to 14 of his homeboys that he grew up with lost their lives as a result of all the bullshit that happened around death row. You know, from like fucking the dumbass shit that Shook did to the fucking the, the Orlando Anderson thing like really pushed it over the edge because you know I mean it was Ma Pyru versus Southside and Puffy was really smart to you know hire the enemy of his enemy to be a security detail uh, and, and everything that ensued after that you know I, I don't I don't know how much I mean I think that you know I think Puff has account, uh, uh, some accountability in this not as much as as Suge because I think like Suge was trying to like extort his way through the the industry when he didn't need to he had so many talented artists you know and um I think it's just like ego and pride but Mob James talked about like how like you know Suge didn't talk that way around him and and the real niggas that were that were from the Pyrus, you know, he just pulled that shit on the people that he could extort, you know what I'm saying? Interesting interview. Shout out to Mob James. Um sad incident, you know, about him losing his brother and all his his loved ones like that. I think it's interesting that, you know, at least people are like even if they're just like randomly like like stumbling across it, it's like it lets me know like with consistency this will grow, and eventually it will get bigger, and we will get the kind of you know platform that will be able to you know interview other artists and shit. You know, I, I, the, the initial there's, reason there's a lot of bullshit out there. You can't just let anybody out. You know, tons. I remember I don't do this like anymore, but like closer to 10 years ago or closer to the time that we did it well, the, the shit that we did you know yeah. like my shit and your shit back then Hustle and, and Money and Sex I, I, anytime I play that for people you know just like random people are like oh I want, I'm an artist too and I'd be like well listen to this you know and it was just like 10 times better than what they got now that now they're barking up my tree and it's like that's not what I intended to happen <laughs> like and then I just over time realized that like our shit was way Absolutely. ahead of a lot of fucking shit. So it was like, nigga, you have the you have the Bay Doctor Dre producing your yeah, shit. Yeah, so nigga. it got to a point where it's like I wouldn't even mention that I, you know, I, right. I've dabbled in music or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, the, you know, it's like when I was like young and like producing as much as I was like back then. It's like the internet wasn't a thing. So I know, it's different. You know, it's it's it's. And now it's such a thing that everybody's doing it. And like to compete in this space now is like you need constant content 
like we were talking about earlier right. and, and you fucking you gotta have the fire track so like when they do listen they don't feel like it's a waste of time to listen to like your new shit that comes out you know I think I think that's another episode uh, another thing that we should add to this podcast is like kind of like giving advice to instead of just talking about like headlines and shit we should kind of like say you know this is what you know you should do as an up and coming artist you know what I mean like polish your craft make sure your shit is dope before you like try to go out here well, and I mean you could speak on that a little more because you know right the fucking entanglement though of like dealing with sample clearances well fuck it dude nauseating fuck that that's why I, you know honestly that's why I stopped sampling that's it's gotta like, be yeah that has to be like there's gotta be a better easier way to do that they, they should streamline the process a little bit I mean even if like you as the artist like give up you know a big chunk of your publishing rights or whatever it's like if you got a dope song that uses a sample you shouldn't be like discouraged from putting it out and, and sharing it with the world you know like Juice World just got hit with that big lawsuit from Sting because he like the producer essentially interpolated uh, Shape of My Heart you know that mm-hmm. fucking the one that Nas used too you know that beat and like he's like lost all his publishing on it and it's his biggest record you know what I'm saying might, might be the biggest record he ever makes and it's like when you lose all your publishing rights like that's all your fucking money you know what I'm saying so I don't think that that's right either you know I think like I think as an artist, like you have the right to protect your shit and be like, yo, I made this and, and I don't want people, you know, using it for freely or whatever. But at the same time, if somebody comes out and makes a hit song, like it should be kind of a negotiation as far as like a split. It shouldn't just be like, oh, well, they use it without my permission. So I get all the publishing. It's right. like, that's bullshit. Right. That doesn't, it's, it's fucked up. Now, I think that if you're smart about it, as an artist, you'll do it like Frank Ocean did. Because when he first came out, he had he had released uh, his mixtape, Nostalgia Ultra. And uh, he was signed to Def Jam, and essentially they shelved him, and they didn't give him you know any um, indication as to when they were going to release any of his music, if ever. And so instead, what he did was he just fucking released a, a mixtape full of samples. Like he sampled like um, the Eagles, like Hotel California. He made a whole brand new song over it and and shit like that. And it, it came out fucking dope. He never had any intention of making any money off of it. He just wanted to show a body of work that he could create over these these sampled songs that would really impress the public which is exactly what they did and then once Def Jam got wind of how popular that tape had become and and in return him as well then they were like oh uh, yes we, we would love to put out your album you know what I'm saying so you know I think that there are advantageous situations where that could work to your benefit but you just can't like release sampled or interpolated material without expecting to get hit with a copyright. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's tough. Just gotta be smart about how you how you use it. You know, and if you if you are gonna release that way, have a backup beat ready to go too. 
so that you know you release one white label meaning you don't care if you get paid off of it and another like the real one that you're going to sell on iTunes you know what well, I'm saying well, why wouldn't you just release several white label songs you could that's what I mean yeah so just do that for a, like a while and just the fan base that you build from that exactly and then you carry on like you're saying yeah yeah I think that's smart so like why don't you do that I've thought about it, but but you know what? It, it, because it takes as much creativity to make that. And so you can't you can't just like never never would I advise that you just rip off a beat like just like copy and paste and rap on it. Right. Like come on, it the, the sample we talked about earlier is like you got it's just a line out of this song and a line out of this song and like a line out of this song. It's still so creative. That's what I mean. Right. Like you gotta fucking lace them all. Right. Yeah, and just like you did the R. Kelly uh, song. The uh, I'm not gonna hold on to to your love. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, I swear, I feel like when I listen to those, when, when I listen to the real song, I listen to the real song. Yeah, I have to hear your song right, right <laughs> after it. And I literally, that's how I play them. Like I'll play one right after the other. That's a huge compliment, actually. Thank Dude, you. It's fucking it's sick. Uh, you yeah, really, you really thank you. You really flipped that one. I was really. Yeah, one of my favorite songs. It's it's like, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. It's like you know, if you have the ability to creatively sample somebody, right, then fucking do it, right. And just the way that you do it is going to separate you know from the next guy that's trying to sample. You know, he's not going to know how to do it, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, like whatever you do is going to be dope. We'll see. I, I might do that. I might do that. I'm not going to rule anything out at this point. But I just or maybe you could just make a couple couple of white label tracks per album that you're going to drop. But the problem is, is that like YouTube's all on your shit now. It's like you release that shit on YouTube and they I know, they weird. pull it instantly. It's weird how they do that. But there's there's a way around that. Maybe, maybe. Fucking, um, I do have a new album finished though. Want to kind of announce that shit while we're talking. Uh, I don't want to give the name of the the, the album yet because I, I I it's coming soon, but I just don't want a nigga to like fucking steal it. Like I'll listen to this back. Like, oh yeah, that's a great name for an album. I'm coming out with one next week. I'm gonna take that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna hold off because the art <laughs> <laughs> the artwork's done. Five track EP, all party shit all ratchet shit can't wait to hear it man. it's 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 the it's the best like party music that I've ever made like I actually like spent time like investing in like how can I get the the best impact from a small project and and that is essentially the the destination that I decided to party <laughs> It's genius I'm telling you bro I, I see it I know wait till you hear the rest of the shit and how it all fits together you're gonna be like god damn it CNI was on one when he did this shit nigga it's about to be and, and I've got my marketing and and my promotion down too and that is something that I've never had before that was always an element that was missing I never knew, like, how am I going to get this music in front of people? You know, it was like I was lost. And, and that's why I depended so much on other people. No names, but I depended on other people to, like, do that for me, handle that aspect of the business. And now I know exactly what to do. And we're going to share that more as 
time goes on, I'll be revealing to you guys how I roll the album out. We're going to do some behind the scenes footage of how I mix certain tracks and, and a ton of content of so you guys that are artists can look in on somebody who's been doing this for two decades now and learn from what I've done, all the mistakes that I've made and all the things that I've learned along the way. I want the up and coming artists to be able to benefit from so they can look in and, and, and not have to make the same mistakes and be like, yo, see, and I put me up on straight game. Well, yeah, if you're gonna spit some facts, then people that really know what you're talking about are gonna gravitate towards that because they're gonna know the struggle they fucking have had, you know, using uh, uh, whatever program you're showing them how to use, right. whatever fucking equipment. Right. So, yeah, I, I think that. I think the ne- like the rest of this year is going to be very interesting as far as like the, the 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 traffic that I get on YouTube and my website and and the music and everything and and the the numbers of this podcast are going to go up steadily and it's going to be a real interesting ride. Like I was telling my wife the other day, I said, you know, last time we were in Vegas, like we had you know. The, the Fountain View room in the Bellagio and it was fucking so sick to wake up to that shit and see like the fountain go off because you know it's Vegas so you don't fucking get into your room until like four o'clock at night anyway you know <coughs> by the time you wake up it's like noon and shit you're ready to like saunter down and fucking get something from the buffet or whatever you know but right across from the Bellagio is Club Drays or Club Drys, you know, you know, Drays, Drays, and you know, on the fucking electronic billboard sign out front, it said Two Chains performing tomorrow night and Ray Shrimmer performing performing the night after. Yeah, their house residents. Their house residents, you know, and I I just remember looking out and like not thinking, not necess- not just feeling, but knowing that my name was going to be on that billboard like I was going to I'm going to make sure that I get a residency out there and we're going to be fucking at a club yep at a club in Vegas and we're going to be out there fucking partying it up nigga you know what I'm saying on the strip living it big on the house on the house Fucking stack of chips, go down and fucking put it all on black, nigga. Always hey, on black. Once you learn how to play crap stuff, you won't play nothing else. I believe that. I believe that. Trust me. If it, if not by the end of this year, early next year, we're gonna be doing big shit in Vegas. A, a lot of shows. At least expanding the brand. Exactly. I think that's going to do it for this episode of Wrap Ups. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. If this is your first time here, you know what you need to do? You got to click that subscribe button. That's how you can stay up to date on all the new episodes that are coming out. Click that bell if you're watching this shit on YouTube. If you're watching this on any other platform, stay tuned. This comes out every week with your boy, CNI, and the Peruvian Plug. Y'all take it easy. See y'all next time right here on Wrap Ups. Yeah.